Hey, hey, everybody, Kevin here with Pursuing Pixels, and welcome back to another edition of Save It for the Cast. And as always, we're going to get to the chit-chat and whatnot in just a few minutes here. This week, it's just going to be John and I mostly talking about, we're all over the map as per usual on the uh, Save It for the Cast episodes, but John uh, stopped by the other day. I can't remember, like, to pick up, like, a cable. I can't remember what he stopped by for, but um, he was, you know, talking about how much progress I've made along the uh, moving front so far or on the moving front so far. And I'm definitely, I don't know if you can hear, I've, I've mostly the room that I record the audio in for both the videos and the podcast. I've tried to keep it as much the same as possible. And even at times I have like stacks of boxes that are maybe even helping the baffling a little bit. But every now and then, at least when I'm just in the rooms and like talking on the phone or just talking in general, um, I can just kind of feel the slightly more echoey uh, nature of the room. But yeah, we'll uh, get to the chit chat with John and I this uh, week in just a couple minutes. But as always, you know, I got to talk about some of the games that I've been playing this week. And uh, once again, it's still going to be a little bit of time before I get to uh, what was the newest sock pop game. And uh, I just uh, like I mentioned last week or last save it for the cast, I picked up that uh, massive sock pop super bundle. Thanks to the uh, Patreon supporters. Uh, we just crossed like our first uh like goal that we had. And I was like, I need to get these sock pop games ASAP. And uh, I'm hoping that we can even potentially dig into some of these. There's almost a hundred games. So I feel like at some point in time, there's probably going to be a time where uh, Randall, John and I can maybe sync up and talk about some of these games, whether new uh, or old. Uh, but uh, otherwise, uh, anyways, uh, I was talking about Tile Tale for a quick second, although, again, I'm going to be saving that for a future episode that we already recorded. Again, since I'm moving and everything, we're stockpiling episodes. And yeah, my uh, even my editing has been all out of whack. Like I've been kind of doing two episodes quickly so I can take a trip of stuff home uh, back to Michigan. And then, uh, yeah, just kind of juggling uh coordinating all these episodes and whatnot. But anyways, uh, I dug into the newest sock pop game, which wasn't out at the time that I bought the bundle, but it, uh, since we signed up for their Patreon as well, which again is only three bucks a month at the lowest tier and you get their, uh, newest game every month, plus a bonus game from their back catalog. If you don't go, well, you get them anyways, but if you don't double down and get the, uh, sock pop super bundle, I was just like, I can't wait, uh, for this drip feed of all the old games. But anyways, their newest game is called two in T-I-U-N, and I'm probably pronouncing that wrong because I've been told that that's uh, just Dutch for garden, or I shouldn't say just, but it's, uh, yeah, Dutch for garden, um, and it's a very similar game to Gardener, which I talked about last week, um, and it's, like, very similar in the sense that it's, like, got that same art style, like, really vibrant, it's, like, kind of pixel art, kind of vector art, I don't know how to explain it, I'm not an artist by any means, um, but yeah, it's uh, it's just a gorgeous looking game and it's they call it an idle gardening game. But I, it's the furthest thing from that, at least for now. But I do feel like you can get to a point where things are like way more automated. But at least at the beginning, you're like, again, this is a, once again, another game that you're playing entirely with the mouse. And you're just kind of like dragging and dropping uh, seeds like they're all the menu, like the store, essentially. But the menu and everything is like all around the either the right hand side of the screen the top and there's just like a bunch of like click drop down menus uh like you click on the build menu and then you get all the different options for like fences and floors and just various types of like buildings you can build and then you can upgrade that uh tier after you uh get enough coins and basically you're just trying to sell crops it's almost like stardew valley but like without all the relationship stuff and without even like a person to worry about. You're just like controlling again, just like a hand cursor. And it's again, like they're like their last handful of games have all had this like 
nature theme. And again, this one is like very directly tied to Gardner. It's like almost like a sequel, but with way more going on. You're like, yeah, building like a farm. You can build like windmills. And I haven't gotten that far yet, but I got like sprinklers. Uh, like, But you got to like build every last little detail, like build a pond and then collect the rainwater and put it in the pond, like literally with your hand and grab it. But if you build like right now, I just recently built a pretty huge pond because it's like a very like grid based tile based game. So if you put two pond tiles right next to each other, they kind of connect and make a bigger pool. And then I basically have like a, I don't know, probably like a five by five grid at this point. Um, and then you can like, you got to put a site, a bunch of siphons in the water and then hoses to connect to the siphons, to connect to pumps, to connect to sprinklers. But then I feel like as I upgrade things, I'm going to be able to automate those things more. And then you can, you know, get a trash can, sell stuff, or you can just buy a bomb and blow stuff up. And you're basically just like selling the crops as they grow and like, you know, pumpkins, I haven't even gotten that far, but I've heard that pumpkins are like the most valuable thing. Uh, but you can plant anything like fruit trees. I'm growing apples and pears right now. Uh, it seems like you just get like a random fruit, but then there's like different combos that you can get. Uh, there's like just like a little combo tab that at first there's only one combo, but then there's up to three as you unlock. Basically, the more combos you get, you unlock those secondary tabs. And then there's even like I don't even know how the high scores come into play, but it says there's like a global leaderboard. So I don't know if you just like if there's an end game or if you just get to a point like, hey, I'm I'm submitting my score now and like rate my farm. I don't know exactly how it works on that end, but it's such a cool game. And there's been a few bugs like at one point, like when I first downloaded it, like the day it launched, like I was like purchasing a pool or a pond or whatever, and it would like crash the game right away. But they've already put out like four or five patches for the game and seem to have things and they, they seem to be pretty active on it. I know the main developer on this one just got back from vacation um, and was like, oh, got the new patch up again. So they've already made, yeah, again, a few tweaks to it, got everything fixed. Again, the art style is just so charming. The only thing I guess I wish is like I wish it had some music because like Sock Pop, the soundtracks they have on all their games are usually just phenomenal. And the soundscape or the sound effects here are no different. Like it's really pleasant, really like just juicy, awesome sound effects that are really like, I don't know, just engaging. Every time you hear like a coin uh, pop up, sometimes you can like get coins just from like plucking the weeds. And yeah, you can like animals will even almost any type of animal will hatch from an egg. Um, a regular egg anyways, or actually, I don't, I guess I don't know. I think they're regular eggs, but yeah, I have like a bunny that runs around and eats the weeds and, um, you got to make sure they don't eat the carrots that are growing though, but I, ha I haven't run into that yet, but it's just such an amazing game. I'm just absolutely hooked on these sock pop games. And I did just, thanks again to our Patreon supporters, uh, for helping us pick this up. Cause yeah, I can't wait to hopefully dive into some of these with, uh, Randall and John, but whether or not they uh, dig in with me, I'm going to be uh, digging into many of these games in the future. I played a little bit of Flipper Volcano, um, which is kind of like a roguelike, uh, I don't know, like dungeon crawler pinball game where you're basically just trying to climb out of a volcano. You're basically like trying to clear your way, like clear a path. Like usually there's like these rocks in the way. I wasn't even planning on talking about this game, but <laughs> you just clear like rocks out of the way by hitting the ball. There's a few different ball types you can unlock and just basically kind of climb your way out of the volcano, but the lava keeps continuously rising and trying to like, or not trying, but definitely, um, you know, rising up continuously, almost like an auto scroller. And you just got to keep trying to work your way through out of the top of the volcano, which I have yet to do. But yeah, I wasn't planning on talking about that or Helio not, which I'll save for later. I, but I just such a cool style, like almost like if Mario galaxy met like a, 
crafting game or something. I don't know. It's so cool with like a re- that really cool like sock pop low poly style. Not that all their low poly games look the same, but they have like a certain I don't know aesthetic or energy to them. But uh, I guess while I'm talking about the monthly uh, game dev Patreons or whatever. I got, I got to talk about punk cake per usual punk cake delicio. That is, um, and this is a game that I actually haven't played yet, but they just announced that their next upcoming game is going to be an update on the game that they made for the disc room game jam, which was called pigments. And I'm almost a thousand percent positive. I'm, I'm pretty a thousand percent positive. <laughs> if that makes any sense, uh, that I talked about the version, the Pico eight version that was submitted to the, uh, disc room game jam. Cause I know I talked about how I like really enjoyed a lot of those disc room, uh, game jam entries more than disc room itself. Uh, but yeah, it looks like punk cake is going to be souping up, uh, pigments and, you know, coming up with a new version of that game, which didn't have any music. So, you know, they're going to throw some, uh, pentadrangle tunes in there. And then obviously they're not going to be restricted to the Pico eight, uh, engine. Uh, so I'm just really excited. There's a handful of games from both, uh, Benjamin and Remy, who are the two main developers at, uh, punk cake that they have, uh, at the very start, they had took a few of their previous ideas and, Uh, whether they were Pico 8 games or even just like ideas that they hadn't fully fleshed out yet um, and kind of turned those into full punk cake games. And now I'm like, oh, I'm waiting for more. And there's there's a handful of games from each of them where I've been holding out hope. And Pigments was definitely one of them. It's kind of like another grid based game, but you're more it's like an action arcade game, but it's like very strategic in the sense that at least in the Pico 8 original game jam version, it was like every time you moved it was almost like super hot style. Like time was in very, very super slow motion until you moved and like hopped over to the next tile. So uh, for a little while, it seemed like punk cake was leaning into the like puzzly strategy tactics, like really deep uh, gameplay kind of games. I shouldn't say really deep, but definitely like deeper kind of like sink your teeth into these kind of games. And I was leaning more into like their arcadey, like real quick pick up and play, which are those just tend to be the games that I sink my teeth into a little bit more. Uh, so yeah, I'm just really excited that they announced this one next. And uh, as always, I just can't recommend, uh, either the sock pop or the punk cake Patreon enough. They're, uh, $3 for sock pop at the lowest tier and $4 for punk cake at the lowest tier, which we're members of both, uh, now. So I'm just super pumped. I was just talking in the punk cake discord with Remy. I was like, I feel like I'm spoiled rotten with just awesome cool clever and stylish games these days so i did want to give a quick shout out to one more game that i did a pretty long not pretty long but almost like two hour stream of the other day of uh this game called monolith which i've been wanting to play for the longest time and our buddy mark who was actually if to the best of my recollection he was the first person to ever reach out to us like via email or any any format really uh uh, when we first started the podcast and was like, Hey, I love the show. And we talked about some like retro games and like newer indie retro inspired games. I can't remember exactly what we talked about. Cause it's been, I don't over three years now, probably since, uh, he first reached out and I didn't know he actually snuck into the discord. I didn't even realize, uh, but he, uh, chimed in briefly and saw that I had mentioned that I didn't, uh, or that I had never played uh, monolith before. And, uh, next thing I know, he's like, Hey, check your, uh, e- check your email inbox. And I was like, all right. And, uh, next thing you know, we got monolith, uh, gifted to us on itch.io. So I, uh, decided to dive in and I'd played just a couple runs before the stream, but ended up doing like, 
I don't know, five, six, seven runs uh, during the stream and unlocking a few new weapons, a few new upgrades. And if you're not familiar with this game, it's a game that uh, for the longest time, I kind of just put it out of my memory. I know I talked about this in the early days of the podcast, too, when I first started digging into the Ichio bundle games, just kind of like are all the massive uh, bundle for racial uh, justice and equality games. Like I was just like, okay, like all these games that I kind of like put out of my mind because I was like, I'm never going to have a PC that plays video games. I'm a console console boy at heart. Um, I just decided like, all right, uh, I guess I'm never going to play Monolith. And uh, now here I am uh, a little bit later digging into this one. And uh, it is just an absolute blast. It's a top down. It, it reminds me a lot of Scourgebringer because it's like a top down twin stick shooter. Uh, it's not a platformer like Scourgebringer is, but you're basically like moving room to room kind of Metroidvania style. And I guess like the map really reminds me of Scourgebringer, but really like Enter the Gungeon or any of these more modern roguelikes where you're like exploring around the floor and looking for the boss. And usually there's like a mini boss on each floor. And as you get deeper into the game, there's two or even three that you have to kind of clear. And they have like a kind of like a shield orb around them, not a shield, but like a kind of essence around them or whatever. And you have to like destroy all those enemies before you can then destroy like the boss door and trigger the boss battle for each floor but it's just such an amazingly stylish game on every single front like the pixel art is just out of this world and even when you don't turn on the crt filter it like has this kind of smooth like almost like soft smear kind of effect i don't know how they achieve it but it just has such a warm soft look to it while having like just some of the craziest like explosions and pixel art. It's got reminds me a little bit of Zero Ranger a little bit on that front in terms of the pixel art, but it has like a very strong I don't think they're going for full blown true NES uh you know I don't this thing could definitely not run on the NES as far as like everything that's happening on the screen, but maybe they're going for a true aesthetic there as far as the palettes go. I'm not sure, but it really reminds me of that 8 bit NES style and even like the chip tunes as well, which are also just absolutely slamming. Like just some of the best music. Like I was, I kept saying like during the stream, I was like, let me know if this is a little bit too loud because I feel like my headphones are just absolutely jamming. But I, I definitely didn't mind because God, yeah, the music. It was just so satisfying to play that. I say it all the time uh, on the podcast and while I'm streaming as well. But I'm just like, man, it's just so fun to play these games with headphones on and really get like fully sucked into the experience and appreciate every like little detail although these are not little details this is like very much in your face amazing pixel art and amazing chip tunes but yeah I think I've uh done enough rambling here at this point uh and yeah just really can't recommend uh any of those games enough even though pigments isn't even out yet I know it's going to be amazing um I really can't wait to get my hands on that one but uh yeah, I'm going to toss it over to uh, John and I for a whole bunch of chit chat. Like I said, all all across the board this week, uh, a lot of moving stuff, but a lot of games, a lot of just gear and retro gaming and even like the old blog that Randall and I used to have comes up briefly. Um, but yeah, enough of my uh, rambling and nonsense. And uh, let's toss it over to John and I. And uh, until next week, we will uh, catch you then and take care. Yeah, I was kind of surprised at how much of your stuff is already in boxes. Yeah, I like just over the last couple days, actually, I just started finding pretty much after that. I had like put some of my movies in boxes and some of my games like I packed up like my PS4 and like 
some of that stuff and like just stuff where I was like, okay, I know I'm going to mostly be gaming on switch and Xbox and like, I haven't turned on my PS4 since God knows when. So like, and the Wii U same thing. Like I'd been kind of like, maybe I'll do a Metroid prime stream or something. And I was like, ah, you know what? Like maybe I will someday, but just pack it up for now. Yeah. Um, put the sensor bar away. Um, but yeah, I, I was kind of surprised how much I got done in the last couple of days too. Actually, just like today, I put it like all the boxes off that one shelf, and I'm not really. Pl- I, I'm gonna keep some of my furniture. Like I'm gonna keep my like credenza TV stand thing. Um, I don't know for sure if I'm gonna keep this couch. I it fucking kills my back. Actually, it's yeah. like a big part of my problem, and like. I spent way more than I should have on it, so that's, like, the main reason I'm like, oh, I should keep it, but now I'm just like, who cares, man? Like, Are you going to do any, like, trips to your parents to, like, drop boxes off in between now I'm and... Think, I'm thinking about it, yeah. My sister's actually going to be in town for, like, the next couple weeks, She's oh. and she's moving back as well, actually, so the timing's pretty good on that end. From um, where? From D.C., Maryland, Virginia area. Her and her husband have been kind of like bouncing around and like, but they're trying to sell their place. But I think she's going to move back a little bit sooner, like to start looking for work and stuff. So, um, shoot, what was I going to say? She's going to be in town. Oh, yeah. And I was going to maybe like go back for a trip, pick up some, uh, might as well pick up some edibles and stuff and whatever while I'm back there. Um, and, uh, and then bring it like a box worth of stuff home. But I think what the main thing I'm probably going to end up doing, I don't know how much it costs, but I'm hoping it's not like ungodly is doing one of those like pods things where like they pretty, I think that's like almost like a moving company. They like literally like help you move. Oh, I don't know if you have to do this, but I think they can like, you can either have them drop it off and then you load it up yourself or maybe they help you load it up. I don't know one or the other, but like. It's basically like a moving, it's basically like a storage unit, but like in a moving pod. And then they either move it across the country for you and they can either store it at their facility for like an extra fee or they can, you can like keep it in your driveway or, you know, wherever you're on your property. Um, Or you can just unload it and have them take it away right away. Um, But that's kind of what I'm thinking is like that way I don't have to worry about like driving a U-Haul truck across back home or, you know, just like make it. If it costs whatever, it costs whatever, but just make it easy. Don't like break my back trying to move with all these like health issues. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Just not worth like. And if you need any help, like bringing, moving stuff, bringing stuff down, like please call me because I do not want you to exacerbate anything. Thanks, man. I I appreciate that a bunch. And I really appreciate the offer the other day, too, about the like crashing at your guys' place. I mean, Mm -hmm. at at the very least, I I hope to take like either you or Mikey up on that kind of stuff, like for visits and and stuff like that. But yeah, if shit hits the fan or something and knowing, I mean, obviously, I wouldn't spring it on you last minute, but if uh, in dire straits, and obviously, I'd give you guys like some money for rent or something if if it ended up being that kind of situation. We can figure that out if necessary. Yeah. But just, just again, just knowing it's on the table and like having friends that I'm that close with and people that I just love in my life like that, I'm like very appreciative for that, man. So yeah, absolutely, beyond, man. Especially because it's it's an intrusion on somebody's life, whether it's people you love or like or hate or whatever. It's it's yeah. an intrusion on like I remember when uh when I was dating uh I don't yeah definitely I don't think you ever met Bethany, Mm-mm. but uh when her and I lived together, like her stepdad would come into town like for like a weekend once in a while he like did insurance sales and like he would just come into town he did a lot of work in chicago or not i shouldn't say a lot he probably visited maybe i don't know four or five times max in the in the year and a half that we lived together yeah and he would only stay for like the weekend and he like 
we didn't want to have cable or didn't really care that much about having cable, but he was like, oh, I'll pay. I want to have it when I'm there. So I'll pay for the internet. I'll pay for this. Like he literally like took us out to dinner when he came in town. Like he like basically like we lived it up. He'd like stock up the pantry. Like he was like the nicest guy around. Awesome. Awesome guy. Mm -hmm. Um, and still by like two days, by the third day, we're like, you ready to get the hell out of here, Ron? Yeah. What the, what the hell, man? Like, yeah. taking up all this space with this air mattress. And, like, literally, he just, like, stocked us up for, like, a month worth mm-hmm. of groceries. Like, and, and again, like, it's pleasant company. It wasn't even like he was, like, you know. He oh, was, yeah. We didn't have the best place for having an extra person. But still, it was like, yeah, this is clearly not a big deal. But. Yeah. Kind of weird, actually, now that I think about it, though. Just thinking about the fact that, like. He seemed pretty well off. It seemed like it was kind of weird that he would crash with us and that he wouldn't just like get a hotel room. But yeah, um, what's maybe the cost he just, of I mean, like paying for internet versus paying for four hotels? Like, yeah, I, actually, now that I think, because they had like a huge house. <laughs> now that I think about it, I'm like, that's kind of weird. Um, but whatever. Maybe he just wanted to spend time with yeah us. Who knows? Um, and I'm just here talking crap. I feel bad. He actually passed away uh, oh. not too long ago, but. He was a good guy. Yeah. But, oh, man. Yeah, what have you been up to since uh, the last couple hours? Did you get that pedal rigged up? I just, like, was starting to look, because, like, there's so many different mods for it that, like, I'm just, like, making a laundry list of, like, all, like, if I swapped out this part, what would that, what would that do and what would that change it? So, I got, like, there's so many different mods for it. Like, there's a bunch of stuff that's, like, really glitches it out and other stuff that's just like oh this like changes the like frequency cutoff and i'm like yeah i kind of just want to do like a little bit like i don't want to overhaul it i'm basically keeping the whole like architecture the same i'm just gonna swap out a few resistors and capacitors and that's basically it yeah yeah you don't want to make it like a huge project for just like noodling with it it, i I feel like i'm guessing you're doing it more for like the practice of it yeah like the the experience with it or like yeah if i screw this pedal up like it's not the end of the world a hundred percent because like it's a pedal that i'm never going to use like as it like the stock version of so like if like if i really fuck it up then i have like just a a casing that has three knobs on it and and for that matter i'm sure you could like sell it to somebody who then who just does mods and just like oh hey it's a little broken but i'm sure it's got it's got everything you need to they sell pcbs for like every pedal like they they have or like every type of pedal is like here here's a like circuit board for just a troop screamer and yeah like like, it's like not like official but it's like they basically just i mean it's not that hard to find a real tube screamer take it apart see what's in it and then go okay cool you know it's not like they're like secret recipes Ooh, i should maybe look at um, maybe i don't want to fuck up my tube screamer (laughs) because like the the problem with like the the tube screamer i have for the bass is that like it like i need to either need to have it at like the lowest setting or the highest setting for like the i think i need to have it at the highest setting for like there to be any distortion on it and like it's just like it's so hot like it just is the loudest fucking thing and i'm like i kind of want to like have like the like like uh, overdrive engage earlier in the like 
like I want it to be dirtier, quieter, but I don't know how to do that. Yeah, like, there's there's so many pedals and, and even amps that I've had over the years that like have that like line on them where it's like basically it sounds like shit right until here and then like yes. when you turn it like just a smidge it's like oh here it like kicks in full tilt at like just the like hairline mm-hmm. you know inching of the knob and it's just like man that that kind of stinks yeah like I, I, even in the car sometimes like just driving like listening to music i'm like man this is like especially if you're like if you got company in the car it's like okay this like this is like too quiet for the music, but then one notch up, it's like a little bit too loud. It's like distracting the conversation. I feel like it's always like that I need for to, whatever reason. I need to get an actual sound system for our TV because it's like also that, that situation where it's like, like five to 10 is like the biggest difference in the world, but then 10 to 40 is like the same amount of difference. Yeah. It's like yeah. Just useless. I, on the t- just the TV like speakers. Yeah. Or do you, or do you hook it? I thought you had it hooked up to that like boombox or not boombox, but that like older like stereo. No, the stereo system like doesn't like connect to it. Like it's only like the input. Like it can't take. It could if I t- had the output go through a VGA. Like okay, you'd have is, to like go out like headphone jack out of the TV or yes, something. Yes, exactly. Yeah, headphone to VGA into the front of the thing, and I'm like, I just I'm, not worth the hassle. And I'm not going to complain because like that was Lo- that's been Lauren's sound system for decades. So yeah. I'm like, it's not like we spent money on it, but I'm yeah, just like, Ugh. and it works, gets a job done. Yeah, right. But it's basically just for music. Like it doesn't attach to the TV at all. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of anxious. I'm I'm half debating just not even asking him, but like a long time ago, the receiver that Mikey uses for mm. his uh, like record player, like when I let him use that, <laughs> like I was under the impression that I was just like temporarily like he got a new record player and I was just like, I had two receivers because Steve and I had just like moved out. So I had like, oh, I got mine that. I don't use anymore. It's just sitting here. I was like, if you want to use it for, I was thinking like, I'll just use it for the time being till he gets a receiver and he's had it for like (laughs) seven or eight years now. And I'm just like, ah, man, it's like, do I just let, but it was like a $500 receiver. It's like, I don't really want to just like give that away. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, "Ah, is it even, I don't know. It's just like, I'm so like stressed out about asking (laughs) about it. On that note, do you want your Blu-ray player back? No, no, that I gave to you for real. Like, okay. that, like I, I truly like. I it was like kind of like a rant. Like I, rem- I think like Mikey got like the record player for a gift. We might have even got him the gift, or so, and I think we got Glenn the record player. Yeah, I can't remember, but I just remember like he was super excited about it, and he mentioned like, oh, I, ne- I just need to get like a receiver and an amp or something, or he had like an amp on the way, and I was like, oh, I, I was like, actually, I got my receiver, and it has like a built-in phono pre. That's what it was. I was like, mine has a built-in phono preamp. So I was like, if you want to use that for now, like, I like I definitely said it in a way, but I'm like, I could definitely see where maybe he thought I was just like giving it to him, but I was like, oh, I definitely <laughs> didn't intend it that way. But yeah, part of me is just like, should I just let it go and not? care like same thing with like Jacqueline has one of my pedals that's like a good fuzz pedal that I'm like I kind of just meant like oh you can use it at shows right. you know but and like use it you know to for whatever you want but like it's not like yours but now I'm kind of like ah oh. actually I think Glenn yeah Glenn has my big muff uh pie <laughs> yeah. pedal that I was just like oh and again I'm like 
not the end of the world, but it's still like, I was like, I never really intended to like give that, give that. I kind of actually forgot about that until just now. I know. Um, Dude. But it's just whatever. Sometimes I'm just like, whatever. It's just geared. Like it just is what it is. But part of me is like, ah, like I, like if I was working right now and had an income, I probably wouldn't even be thinking about it. But I'm like, oh man, I could like sell that receiver for 400 bucks or something, you know? Um, Whereas, like, you know, if I had an income, I'd probably just be, I'd, I'd probably upgrade above that if I were, like, really looking to buy a receiver, so. And I figured we'd, we'll go into it, like, uh, diff, or at a different time, like, with everybody at the space. But if there's any gear that you, like, don't necessarily want to bring with you, but want, wouldn't mind, like, selling to, like, leave behind at the space, like, that's also on the table. Okay, yeah, I'd be I would be open to that for sure. Yeah, the the one thing like part of me is like oh, I kind of want to just like leave the PA or sell the PA or something, but part of me is like I got that as like a birthday gift or a Christmas gift from my dad like yeah. years and years and years ago and like I think about how I've literally used it for all these years, so part of me is like oh yeah, I'm probably not going to use it anymore, but then part of me is like, well, if I have like a recording area in the basement yeah. or something or whatever, I'm like, yeah, I probably should keep that. Because I was even thinking about like getting rid of my drum set, like it's just, it just sits in my closet in my apartment, and I'm just like maybe I'll just sell that or something. And then I was like, it's not in the best shape. Like I'd probably be better off just like fixing it up a little bit and have, yeah. still having a drum set, or yeah, giving it to like, my brother who plays drums too. Like at least you know. No, I think like if you're also planning on having stuff like at like. In a, in a recording studio space like at whatever wherever you end up like i definitely think like you should keep some, that, that stuff yeah and i what i want to do especially like again if assuming that like people stay based in chicago and stuff or that the, i still have some ties to chicago like if i were to buy a house or something or and I, this is like down the line obviously but even like renting i don't really know for sure but like with if i were to buy a house i'd probably be looking to like buy a place that's like again it's probably about a with if traffic is perfect, it's like a four and a half hour drive from here to my house back mm-hmm. in Michigan or to where my parents live. So like if I could cut that like an hour to an hour and a half off of that drive and live like three hours, three and a half hours away, basically like still live close enough to like the family and stuff to where like, oh, there's a graduation party or, oh, hey, there's somebody's having a birthday. Somebody's having this. I can do whatever. But like close enough to Chicago where, hey so-and-so's playing a show or so-and-so's doing this like you know there's like an event go lauren's having that twin peaks thing finally like you know depending <laughs> on where I, i'm just oh, kidding i'm just man. kidding no that look fuck but like but like legitimately you know that. like oh i could come back for a movie night once right. in a while you know like oh if, if schedules line up i could make that work or something that's kind of what i'm what i'm hoping i can kind of swing or something yeah. so and especially in like in the like in the times that like you would come into the city like you can absolutely like crash and like like so you don't have to like drive home that night you can actually have fun yeah yeah i appreciate that man Mm -hmm. big time um yeah i'm excited i'm excited to like chat about like because as much as it sucks i do feel like in the same way that like getting that like notice slipped under my door kind of kicked me into gear i feel like it might like finally kick boss fight into gear into like hey actually coordinating like figuring out recording this stuff or figuring out like what the plan is now that we're like separated across the country instead of just being like oh we'll figure it out when glenn's around like oh we got to actually coordinate multiple things so now we got to actually lock it down or something like yeah i don't know i think it'll be good and i'm i'm gonna like i don't know like my really my only goal at this point is to like figure out a way to enjoy my life and 
work as little as possible and like yeah or make as little like just be like burdened by as little as possible I guess I should say not necessarily work as little as possible but like yeah I, I don't know just disconnect a little bit and then just I don't know spend time with my friends and not worry about like I don't know I don't know I don't even know what I'm trying to get at exactly but no but I, I get you on that like there's like, like when you well, the way you put it as like you know you you're satisfied with like a lot like level of like I don't know quality of life or whatever where it's just like you know what this is all I need to like get to be happy and I don't yeah. need to like be like stressing out about like going beyond that yeah and I'm fortunate where I'm like or not fortunate decided whatever but I'm in a position where I don't have like a family that I you know there's not multiple people that I'm that are dependent on me right in any way shape or form or that I'm like working as a team with it's I'm just kind of like hey, I'm doing I got to just make my life work. So <laughs> there's nobody like if I if I'm scraping by, I'm not like hurting anybody else by doing that, I guess, if that makes sense. Or if I'm like yeah. deciding to live to scrounge a little bit. But I'm just like, yeah, like again, like during that pandemic, it was just kind of like, man, I'm not really making very much on unemployment, but like I can pretty much pay the bills like barely. But like if I can like just make this much and a tad more like. I can make that work, and maybe back in Michigan, I can make it work with potentially even a little bit less. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what should we uh, what should we gab about? We got uh, obviously the multiplayer stuff, and then I got the game jam stuff. I forgot that I played some uh, Goragoa too, and I forgot that you had played yeah. that before, so I could talk about that a little bit too. Like I, that was like on my list of like, oh, maybe I'll just like rapid fire that and I save it for the cast thing, but. It could be sort of a continuation of the mind scanners thing I was talking about last time. Oh, I did play a little custom robo. I guess I could I could just mention that. But well, that could even sort of come in with the multiplayer stuff a little bit, or it could even like that could even be like how we lead into that and then go into it. Because I was going to talk about conduct together. Well, the conduct series and yeah, give of, it the full rundown of like conduct this conduct yeah I, I have it deluxe. pulled up so that i can see which is available on what platforms because it is it is just bonkers i don't get it at all and we yeah get it's, in, we'll get into it it's very bizarre yeah um but yeah i had that and yeah just the multiplayer games that we've been playing yeah i had that so we could even we could even like this could just be kind of a shorter and sweeter one too but we could even just have it be like uh I could talk about the Game Maker's Toolkit stuff, then you could talk about Custom Robo real quick, and then that could lead into the multiplayer stuff, and then we could pretty much wrap it up there. Like, maybe if, yeah. I, maybe if I start, like, rambling for too long about the Game Maker's stuff, maybe I'll, like, split it and do a couple, do, like, one or two at the end, too, or something, but yeah, more likely than not, I'll just, might as well front load it, even though it won't be new at the time. Uh, yeah. But it was kind of cool. It was, uh, I watched, like, just a split second, one of the guys in the discord uh no n-o-h yeah. uh in the discord that made one of the games in the game jam and also made a game for in, in our game jam but also made one for game makers toolkit but they posted in the um discord that like uh the mark brown the game makers toolkit guy was uh streaming the other day and i saw just like literally like two minutes of it but it was kind of interesting because he's trying to like make games now as opposed to just doing like the analytical side of things. Okay. And so it was the little clip I saw was like 
he was playing like this kind of janky game and he was like he was like this is interesting because he was like this is the first jam I've done where I'm like playing the games now that I've started trying to make games so he was like I feel like I'm being way less mean yeah. <laughs> than I was before yeah. he's like not not mean but like he's like I'm like way more forgiving about like oh yeah this is a little broken but like oh that you know I can work around it it's yeah but yeah it's no joke how much it's like oh this is not a not an easy process. Like if I ever even attempted to make a game, it would have to be something like grid based, puzzle based, turn based where I like no physics involved. No, no AI. No. Yeah. No anything like. Yeah. Just me making like it'd have to be like puzzly or something. But even that I'm like designing levels seems impossible. Dude, like it's the same thing like when uh, is it Riverbottom uh, the in the discord. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, when they were posting like all of the like stuff that they had painted, and it's just like I I can't yeah. even imagine. Like I know that the answer is practice and doing it for years and years, <laughs> but I'm like I can't even imagine like getting to the point where like that's what my brain would be like. Oh, this is how I'm going to shade this specific part to like emphasize how lighting hits this miniature um, yeah like, that, there's so much and like that's the same His thing shit with is games. amazing His yes shit is like, I fucking mean, i was blown away i forgot I, I think i mentioned that i forgot that he said he did it competitively before and then when he reminded me or you reminded or something yeah i was like oh yeah I like I forgot you said that, but still, it doesn't make it any less impressive. It just yeah. makes it like, did you win every fucking competition you were in, man? These are on. I mean, I know there's tons of people that are really good at that, obviously. But yeah, I've never had that artistic like. Uh, but you have it with music like it's it's. Yeah, just it's, like I was just thinking that like it's it, a different thing. Always. It's weird. It is weird how like just certain things click with you and certain things don't like. You know, for me, like it, it's not like I was like sat down at a drum kit and was like good at it immediately. It took a lot of practice and time, but it like made sense to me. I was like figuring out. But like I sit at a piano, I can tinkle uh, or tinker around and make like, uh, you know, little melodies and noodle, you know, little riffs and stuff like that. But I can't really like play piano like it just doesn't click with my brain. I think I've said before, like maybe if I could get a reverse piano, like if the keys the lower keys were on my right hand side and like the higher pitch keys were on my left hand side. Cause like for me, that's like how I feel like when you're playing piano, traditionally you're kind of keeping like the bass rhythm kind of riffs and stuff like on your left hand. And then you're doing like noodly, you know, guitar style lead riffs with your uh, right hand. But on guitar, at least if you're right handed, you're kind of keeping rhythm and strumming with your right hand. And then you're doing the noodly stuff with your left hand. So like for me, I'm like, if I could just have a reverse key piano, I guess if I'm ever filthy rich, I could get one made. See, this um, is this is why you are also one that would be insane because the keys positions would also have to be backwards. That's you'd have to like that doesn't work. The, well, like there's, but I don't think you could do it with like you would have to fully custom make the piano like backwards. Like, I don't think you could just say, let me string it up backwards. Like, right. It would have to be fully because, like, yeah, the keys, the no, order because, of like, like the, the three yeah, and the two would have ordered. to be flipped. Yes. Yeah, yeah, no, that that like I would just say do what I do, which is play a bass line with your left hand and just do rhythms with the right hand. Okay, I guess you could do that, or you could. I, I guess you really could just kind of like cross your hands over each other, like. Yeah, There's I mean, it's, it's, at the end of the that. day, it's just learning a, a way, a different way to play a different instrument, like. It's yeah. like, and that was, 
kind of what I did. But yes, you're you're right in that most of the time it is like a chord with your left and like a a lead with your right. But I do the opposite where it's a bass line with my left and a chord with my right. Okay, that's interesting. I and again, like I thankfully with like digital recordings and stuff and synths and whatever, you can just kind of noodle around and like, oh, let me just do one layer at a time and whatnot. Um so I kind of, you know, I can just cheat that way, let alone just being able to just MIDI, you know, plug in the notes and have it just play itself. So, yeah, um, although I've never been efficient with that, like I, just, I, I have to actually play it like, I, you know, I can like I can do it on keyboard and then adjust it like, OK, I'm a little off there. Let me tweak it and make it, you know, fit and play properly or whatever. That is 100 percent what I would do is like I would like play the thing to the tempo and then I would just like like then rewrite where it was like supposed to like, where I was like, Oh, I was a little early here. Then like delete that yeah. and click where it should be. Yep. And just like replace everything. Like after I have like the cheat sheet that I did what by playing along with it. Yeah. I need to see like, I, I just, my brain doesn't work that way where I can just see like the lines and the MIDI and just go, okay, there's the chords I want to do. Cause like, yeah, when we had a uh, Lumoth on the podcast, I don't know if they talked about it, I'm sure they did on the podcast, but I I know they've talked about it in at some point or another, how they do everything like, yeah, in the box. Yeah, they they definitely talked about that on the podcast. So that just seems crazy to me to do it all like by hand with the mouse. You know, maybe maybe they have like a digital like pad or something, you know, where they can do beats and stuff. But just seems crazy to me. Also the same with. uh, So the other day, like over the weekend, uh, I got extremely high um (laughs) like just completely blitzed out of my mind and like lauren came in uh to check up on me and i was nice and i was zonked out in front of the computer like with the pico 8 music editor open and i was just trying to like kind of do like stuff with like how i was thinking i was approaching it in the same way that i would approach like a patch in modular synth with like it's like okay i think i can make like a piano tone if i have like if i think about how the envelope would work on that where like it's a a really high volume that like then quickly decays but still like has a long sustain because that's like the hammer hitting the string and like that's how you would that's how you would make a string sound on a like modular system and i'm like trying to do that where i was like okay i'll have the initial like volume and then have it drop as like ah oh, no that's too severe that sounds weird so i'm like okay there's like a glide option in pico 8 and i'm just like slowly looking at a grid on my computer and like altering like numbers on it and yeah. lauren just like looks at me and she's like are you okay? I'm just like <laughs> really intensely like replaying like just like this tone over and over again, yeah. trying to get like the decay on like the initial volume like correct, like and, just right. And you yeah. can like it's so it drives me like I eventually like the episode that we put out a couple weeks ago that like had the um like tinnier audio on your yeah. that recorded like the built in mic audio. Like I kept trying to like tweak it. I was like. Yeah, I kept like doing these sweeps and doing these scrubs and I was just like, guess what? 
it didn't get recorded on a good microphone. So like, I, like EQ isn't magic, you know, like I can make it like, uh, I can make it good, but I can't make it like that much better. You know, right. I was like sitting there like, Oh, but maybe I could get it a little richer, like get a little yeah. more tone out of it. I kept like adding stuff and doing this. I was like, I, I think I made it sound way worse. And I was like, okay, let me start back from scratch. Let me just do a simple, like kind of EQ and just be like, okay, let's just make it work. Yeah. You know, it's not ideal, but it's, I was like, it's too, it was too fun. Like if it was like a, if it was just kind of like a lame episode, and thankfully, for whatever reason, the two times that that's happened, it's been on episodes that you didn't really talk a ton. Like, yeah, I didn't it, like chirp in like. The, yeah, like, yeah. You kind of like had like your section and then like for the most part, we're just kind of like, you know, said a few like, oh, nice yeah. here and there. But like it was, I was like, oh, cool. So it's like you can kind of like quickly adjust to like, OK, here's the John section. I've, I'm still kind of mad and I, I guess I could still add it. Like, I should have just recorded, like, a quick intro thing saying, like, hey, the audio's a little out, off this week. I just didn't bother with it. I still, didn't I was like, I, I thought you did. I think I might have mentioned it on the save it for the cast after, maybe, or something. I don't know, because I think I. It was definitely in the episode description. I put it in the description, yeah, but I didn't put anything in the beginning, because I, I still want to have the funny in the beginning. I don't want to. That's true. I don't want to. I don't want to ruin the vibe, man. That's true. Um. But uh, I, I still I guess I could always add it and re-upload it. It's f- no, but it's I'm just like, who cares? But then I you know, then that part of your brain, that's like, but what if it's someone's first episode? Um, But who cares? I've li- I listen to a lot of podcasts that I truly enjoy that sound way shittier than even like their regular audio sounds about on that level. So I'm like, I, I don't care that much. Yeah, <laughs> I care. Yeah. But I, you know, but, you know, it is what it is, is I guess what I mean. Yeah. Should we clap? Mm. Good call. I actually almost would have forgot about that. I don't know. Like, kind of like I was talking about the pursuing pixel stuff earlier. Like, it finally feels like, oh man, like people are actually like it's not crazy or anything, but it's like, oh man, like it finally feels like it's like sort of starting to pay off a little bit. Where like for the longest time, it was like we're just like kind of doing this for yeah. ourselves, which is fun. I'm lo- I'm like not not having fun, but it is like a lot of effort for like when I just like man, I love this game, and I'm like man, I want to spread the word about it, and then it's like oh, ten people watched that video and like watched an average of 32 seconds of it. And it's just yeah. like, okay, I, I don't even really look at that stuff, but like when it's just like right in your face, when you open up the app and it's just like, Oh yeah, new video. I forgot I had that scheduled for today. Oh, nobody watched it yeah. <laughs> again. It's just like, you know, it could just feel defeating. You're just like, man, why am I doing this? Yeah. Um, yeah. But then you're just like, eh, whatever. I just love games, especially when you're like, like I was doing that uh, stream the other day and I'll actually end up talking about some of these on the podcast probably. But uh, when I was checking out some of the game makers toolkit, uh, jam entries like some of the developers were like hanging out in the stream and we're just like talking about like oh man like love what you guys do like oh like even frog grammar was like hey how did you decide to like start doing this and I you know told them like oh, I was kind of like you know way for like Randall and I to keep in touch across the country for one thing and like also to like you know kind of like how it sort of sparked from like again like the idea of like at least for Randall and I we would always talk about like Oh, IGN's new like top hundred games list up oh, Super Mario Brothers or Tetris or whatever game on the top of the list. And it's yep. like, why doesn't anybody talk about this stuff? I I wonder if our blog page is still live. Did I ever tell you about our old blog yeah. that we had? The time traveling gamers. Yeah. Like it was supposed to be like, yeah, the kind like, oh, we're like playing the game, the retro games, but like through today's 
perspective, which actually there's somebody in our discord, uh, and, uh, I still, I keep meaning to listen to their podcast. I haven't had a chance, but it's, I even, I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but it's like nostalgia goggles. It might be just those like words, like put together somehow. Um, but they, they kind of like have that angle, but they kind of, they'll pick like one game each week or whatever. But yeah, Randall and I would like kind of write a little write up about a game and like talk about it, how it holds up today. Like, obviously it's impossible to totally divorce yourself from like, I've, if you've played the game and loved it as a kid, you can't really forget that memory, but we would try to be, you know, as unbiased as possible. Right. Um, but yeah, that was fun. That was a fun little endeavor. We didn't do much with it, but I think we only had like maybe a dozen reviews or something before we cashed it in. Mm-hmm. 